Well, hello and welcome listeners to the first ever podcast episode for KC3. We're so excited that you are listening to us. Um, it's our first episode to launch to you. And so um, what better way to start than, uh, than with some interesting topics? Um, if you don't know who I am, I am Josh McKechnie, the senior pastor here at KC3. And uh, we have a special guest with us here today. Um, our founding pastor, Pastor John Stocks, has joined us today, and uh, we're just going to ask some questions. Uh, we're fixing to be celebrating our 17-year anniversary as a church, and so um, I thought, but what better way to kick off our first podcast um, into our season of podcasting with um, having our founder, founding pastor here and, uh, and asking him some questions about KC3 and how KC3 started. So, Pastor John, how you doing today? Glad to have you. Thanks for joining us. Well, I'm glad to be with you, Pastor Josh, and uh, thanks to our staff, uh, Brother Ethan, for uh, taking care of the sound and communication piece of this. So, And God bless to all those who have given and supported the ministry over the years to allow us the equipment and the opportunity to do this. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Uh, trust me, if you haven't been here, um, uh, just just getting this episode recorded right now is, uh, has been a struggle. So, um, but we will prevail. So let's, let's get right into this. Um, so Pastor John, I've got some questions for you. Um, first off, we call it KC3, but it's actually Kaufman County Christian Center. Um, but let's talk for a little bit about um, when and how um, God called you to start or to found um, KC3. Well, uh, one of the things that God began to deal with me about was Coffin County Christian Center. I was convinced there were way too many churches to begin with, and the Lord asked me to start a ministry, not a church. He wanted me to minister to people, not to, uh, not in the aspect of a church, but we are a church, obviously. Absolutely. But uh, we have a great church filled with great people, but the people uh, that God asked us to put together here at Coffin County Christian Center uh, have unique skills and have unique abilities and unique talents. And uh, we just wanted to collect that into, uh, God asked us to be the funnel to collect that into this place. And so about seven years before we founded in 1998, God began to give me dreams about Kaufman County Christian Center. Um, some people believe God gives dreams. Some folks don't. That's okay. But God began to give me dreams. He also, uh, I was teaching a Sunday school class at another full gospel church uh, an adult class, and a lady in that church uh, had the same dream, and she came to me to share that with me, and it actually sketched out what she thought our our stage should look like, and our stage looks like that today. Wow. And uh, so God was confirming what he was dealing with me through this young lady. Uh, she has gone on to be with the Lord, and I had the good fortune to uh, be the speaker at her memorial, and uh, she was a great lady of faith and uh, actually younger than I am, but she was... Uh, unfortunately, uh, for her family, she left sooner than we want, but right on time in God's plan. Uh, next to that, in 1998, I was also driving down to East Texas to build a, uh, add on to build a facility at a children's emergency shelter uh, <clears throat> before the children could be actually adopted out into permanent families. And God was dealing with me in my old pickup as I drove down there, and I was being asked to help because of my skill sets over the years that I've learned and picked up. And uh, basically, they wanted me to do all the work and everybody watch. That was pretty much what it was. But those kind people were there and trying to help, and they had a need, and so I wanted to invest in that. And what I had was skills, and they had the material, and so we put those two things together. All the way back, God dealt with me about Kaufman County Christian Center, and 
he gave me that name, and and I know it's not a it's not a name that's common. It's not a name that a lot of people would want to have. But Kaufman County Christian Center reaches out to everybody. Uh, it, it says all are welcome, and so God began to deal with that. Um, deal with me about that in 1998. Uh, it was 2005 before we started the church, so that was a seven year journey for me. And the journey was God humbling me enough and giving me enough wisdom to be able, uh, most importantly, humbling me enough to be able to receive wisdom, but to prepare me uh, about the church. I talked with my pastor about it at the time. He was a 56-year pastor. Uh, He had been in the same location his whole life. He had been an evangelist and then 50-plus years at the same location. I spoke with him about it. And I told him, I said, Pastor, I can't open a church anywhere within 100 miles of here with you still a pastor. And he said, well, I got good news. I'm retiring on the first Sunday in June, and I'll be coming to help you with Coffin County Christian Center. Uh, um, He passed away the second Saturday in June. And so there went my my wisdom and backup and person I was going to look to for counsel and guidance. And uh, that was very uh, challenging. Um, Just to make my answer a little longer, we were also helping a church that had been closed, and we were holding services. Pastor Glenda and I were, were holding services for them, and we agreed to hold services for 90 days, whatever amount of Sundays that was, to help them get started again, identify a pastor, and move ahead. They've done well. They've bought a new building, and uh, they're on their uh, second pastor past me, so they're, they're doing fine. Uh, and God blessed them greatly, and so we, we certainly appreciate the Lord for that. But in March the 1st, Sister Glenda and I uh, sat down in our home in Kaufman, Texas, and agreed uh, to begin the journey of Kaufman County Christian Center and what it would take for us to build and open a church from ground up with no backing and no oversight of any organization. Right. It was just going to be us and the Lord and the people of God that he sent to help us. So that's that's how we started. Wow. So then... You know, we're coming up in August. We're we're celebrating 17 years of of ministry. But um, you know, going from March to to August, I mean, that's a pretty quick start for um, for a ministry. And I, I'm sure there was a lot of um, a lot of things that took place during that that time. But um, what is the church's actual, um, for lack of better words, we we'll call it birthday? When was the actual first service held? For KC3? Uh, August 15th, 2005. That was our launch date. Um, we had done all the preparation, you know, filings and, and corporate documents you have to create and all the things you have to do to create a ministry. We did that. The building that we wanted to be in, I went and visited with the uh, owner and wanted to lease it, and it had been leased a couple of days before. Uh, so I came home and told Sister Glenda this was in uh, July. I told Sister Glenda, I said, I feel like we, I miss the Lord. Um, the building I thought we were to have uh, has already been leased out. And uh, so anyway, two days later, I get a call. A day and a half later, I get a call from the owner, and he said, the folks at least that had called me and said that they have been unable to eat or sleep because since they rented that building and wondered if you'd still be interested wow. in taking that building. And like I say, building is generous in that term. But uh, I said, yeah, we want it because it's all we could afford. <laughs> you know, we want it. Our budget was my Home Depot card and whatever I had in my billfold at the time. That was our budget. And right. um, anyway, it was a barbershop, uh, had hair wash, hair prep stations, had a had a uh, area for a tanning bed and 
Uh, it was not very big, not a lot bigger than the room we're in, right? So it was pretty small, but we were thankful for it. It was a it was a multi purpose facility. People could <laughs> could go to church and get a haircut all at the same Whatever time if they wanted to. Full so, service, full service church. <laughs> it wasn't actually in Kaufman though, right? It was. Yeah, it was in Crandall, Texas. Which um, we don't talk about that a whole lot. Right? Kaufman and Crandall have a unique rivalry in sports and academics and all the things, and have for dozens of years and or hundreds of years, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, the. Uh, there's a lot of wonderful people in Crandall, and, and we could have very easily stayed in Crandall, but I didn't feel like the Lord was calling us there. This was a temporary place, and this was a large facility, but we only had one end of it that was about 700 square feet. Uh, before long, before uh, the end of 2005, we had the entire facility, which was roughly uh, 4,000 feet. Uh, so God opened the doors for us, and we just remodeled it. I didn't even call the owner and tell him. I just we just started remodeling, laying floors, and putting in sound system. And he come down one day and looked at us, and said, "Man, is this my building?" And I said, "Well, not really. It's mine, but you know, it's the Lord's. The Lord. outside of it is yours. Yeah, the we, shell, the property is yours. Yeah. But uh, we had uh, we grew so much in that building. It was such a great spiritual growth for us, and." Mm-hmm. Uh, we met a lot of wonderful people, and our first Easter service was outside on the parking lot with a uh, a bunch of tents set up, uh, rental tents, and I believe we had over 350 people at that service wow. in Crandall, Texas, which is probably, that'd be about 20% of the population back in those days. <laughs> right. Um, so we were, um, we were really blessed to be there, really blessed to get it, and they were so happy to help us that they paid our water bill. Okay. Uh, in that facility, and I think there were like five water meters because of their multiple compartments to it. But they paid our water bill for us. We we met gracious people. God opened phenomenal doors, and we were able to get off the ground and get started. I mean, and so that was that was seventeen years ago. Funny thing is, I actually I got a call um, this week. Um, we actually the there's a company or a uh, a business that owns that current building now um, called Inkit Printing, and uh, they do a lot of our T-shirts and different things um, for us. But uh, the owner of that, Beth, um, she called me today, or I'm sorry, not today, this week, and was like, uh, she said, hey, we're doing some remodeling of, of this building, and there are some water fountains that are in here um, that you guys put in when you own the church, um, would you guys like those back? And uh, I had to um, politely decline because I'm thinking if uh, we put them in 17 years ago, I'm not sure what shape they would be in at this point. But just goes to show what we did has lasted up to 17 years. So that was a, a pretty interesting phone call I had gotten this week. Um, but kind of a side note, funny note, um, there are some stories, and I would wonder if you would make true to those or not, um, but rumor has it that there was a shower in your office at that building. Yeah, it was a closet, actually, where they kept the tanning bed. <clears throat> it was much smaller, really, than the room we're in, and in one corner, it had a little small mobile home-type shower for people that took that tanned wanted to wash themselves off, and so that became a bookshelf, and uh, that shower was there, and I put a desk in there, and that's where uh, we conducted our business, and I counseled with folks, and uh, yeah, it was not glamorous in any terminology, but you make the use of what God gives you, and if you do, if you're faithful over a few things, God will give you a lot more things. Absolutely, amen. So then, let's let's talk for just a second how kind of we came to be here in Kaufman, kind of the, the journey and the transition from that building. Was it 
Um, I know you kind of mentioned earlier about, you know, you felt like we weren't called to the Crandall area, but more towards this area. Um, you know, was it kind of growth, the opportunity that kind of arose to bring us to Kaufman? Kind of how did all that come about? At that time uh, in Kaufman, you know, there's, uh, I conducted two uh, services each week uh, in the nursing home here in Kaufman on Sunday mornings. I started at 8 a.m., actually about 7.45 a.m. because the uh, residents there and the staff, they have breakfast and they're all pretty perky and alert. And, and so I'd go at 7.45 at 1 and I'd go to the other one about 8.30 and hold services. And uh, the one next door to our church now, the facility we have now at Kaufman County Christian Center, uh, I was holding a service, and a gentleman came in, and uh, he was the, the chairman of the deacon board of the b- church that was in the building that we have, and said, asked me if I was the pastor of that church in Crandall where the cars block the street all the time. <laughs> and I said, uh, well, yes, sir, over there, um, I am the pastor. How can I help you? He said, well, I live on that street, and I apologized immediately about the traffic and parking, and I'd made a deal with the church across the street. We were parking cars in their parking lot. And they were so kind to us and gracious to us. But he continued. His name was Bob. Um, and Bob was a kind man. And he said, well, uh, I've been talking to the board and our pastor, and we want you to have the building next door. And so I walked out wow. and looked at the facility that we have, and I said, you know, that's wonderful, but we don't have any money. <laughs> you know, that's the only problem we have. We have great people, but we just don't have any money. And um, Bob said, I didn't ask you for money. I told you we wanted you to have the building. Wow. So over a period of about a month, we negotiated with the uh, – with the church and the pastor, and actually uh, worked out an incredibly gracious deal. And they let us lease this building for two years uh, wow. that we moved into. And uh, we moved in, and my goal was that we moved in uh, on New Year's Eve 2000, uh, celebrate New Year's Eve into New Year's in 2007, uh, into 2008. And <clears throat> I wanted to have 100 people present on that first service. And uh, we counted many times uh, 99 people. Wow. And then finally, one of the ushers came to me, one of our redcoats came to me and said, Pastor, I'm sorry, I forgot to add you. Mm. I was number 100. Wow. So we moved in, and uh, the folks that were here moved to a new facility. They, they were wonderful to us. They helped us. And God just opened the door. And this area that we're in is uh, – it's kind of being left behind by some of the new developments and new business, uh, but people here need to see a church, and they need a place that uh, loves people the way they are so that God can do with them what God does through the power of the Holy Spirit himself. And, mm-hmm. and I believe, you know, that was part of the vision that God gave me in Psalm 20, or Proverbs 24.3. I want to read that verse again. Proverbs 24.3, Through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established. I didn't have a lot of wisdom uh, but I had an understanding that God did, and God opened the doors, and, and he put us with incredible people, and he just sent people into my path uh, that I did not anticipate. And so uh, as Bob and the staff uh, that, were, were, that were occupying this facility um, told me the stories of how they built this building, and over the years, this church was, uh, the church that moved from here had a 120-year legacy. The building's not 120 years old, but they had a 120-year legacy, and for a long time, we kept we kept some of their pews in the sanctuary to honor the memory of the people uh, that were here that had gone without electricity in the summer to raise money to help build this facility. Wow. Um, any, anything that those folks had invested in, we tried to keep mementos 
uh, present to remind us of the journey it takes to build a church, build a ministry uh, for the glory of God from from nothing to something. I mean, and that's, I think that is something that can be um, really held on to <clears throat> nowadays a lot of um people my age, honestly, you know, in the thirties or whatever, we see churches popping up left and right. Um, and churches are, are, you know, here today, gone tomorrow, unfortunately. Um, but to see a church that has lasted for years and years and years and to see, um, the provision that God has provided for those, um, it's uh, something to, to celebrate tremendously. And so, um, I'm excited that we get to celebrate, um, 17 years, of ministry and and hopefully um, in 17 more years we'll be celebrating 34 years if my math is correct well i'm glad you said that pastor joss in 17 years we've had remarkable people come through kc3 uh, many have gone to other places and are serving in roles of leadership uh, or just being great people at the church we also have many who have moved on uh, to heaven so i don't i don't know what Tomorrow holds. I'm confident in who holds tomorrow. Amen. But we've seen some extraordinary things over these many years, and God's provision has never failed us. We've made great friends in the ministry, and that's what our intensify meetings are about, bringing those great friends in to challenge people uh, every year as we celebrate uh, our founding anniversary of KC3. Amen. Well, that will officially wrap up our first ever episode um, of our podcast. And so um, hopefully you enjoyed our time with Pastor John. We've actually got him uh, for some few more questions. Um, so hopefully you'll tune in to episode two where we get um, a little bit more in detail with KC3 and how KC3 came about with Pastor John.